What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. This week, we have the dynamic duo back again with Sully and Jones. Um, we're here to give you a little short episode, but, you know, we got next week's uh, big NFL betting preview coming up. So be sure to tune in uh, next week as well, because if you want to win some money in the NFL, you can't miss out. Um, but that's exactly where we're going to start today uh, with the NFL. Um, no, we haven't seen you or heard you haven't heard from us since Andrew Luck retired um, in one of the most shocking moves of the last you know twenty five years in sports. Um, a move that no one saw coming, uh, including Colts fans, and uh, they were not too pleased about it uh, when they found out mid game that Andrew Luck was no longer a part of their team. Um, and as he was walking out, they uh, hit him with the Boo Birds. And of course, you know, the uh, the Blue Checkmark Brigade and the, the PC Brigade came out in troves, destroying these Colts fans for their, for their uh, boo birds and, you know, the way they treated Luck for the decision he made. Um, but, I mean, I, don't, I know I don't see it that way. Uh, you know, Sully, how do you see it? I know we, we somewhat agree on this, but um, let's, let's uh, dive into it. I just... So this is the third preseason game. If you're a Colt fan, you're going to the third preseason game. It's towards the end of the game, right? When, yeah. when did when did he leave? Uh, it was it was around nine nine thirty. I think the news came out. Okay, so you're a fan in the fourth quarter of a preseason game, the third game in the middle of August. It doesn't get a truer fan than that. Okay, so you're getting an emotional reaction from the fans. One, I sure as shit know I would have had. I'm booing the fuck out of you. Um, you're gonna you're gonna leave me two weeks before the season starts. I love Andrew Luck. I love his. I love everything about him. I love his quirkiness. Whatever. He's weird. He's great. The neared. Whatever. Give me all Andrew Luck. You're gonna you're gonna imagine if someone at your job, let's say your whatever company, you're getting ready for a huge presentation. Maybe he's been overworked. Maybe he's whatever. But he's he's nicely paid. He's nicely paid. He's taken care of. He says two weeks before your presentation. You know, guys, I just, um, I'm leaving. I can't do this anymore. You're like, what the fuck did you just say? And only this guy can do the presentation this way. He is the best presenter at what you're presenting at. And you say, okay, well, um, sorry to hear that. I wish you well. What, what, what company are you going to? Like, what company? Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just retiring. I'm, I'm going home. No, That's what I'm Andrew not feeling anymore. That's what Andrew Luck did. I'm overworked. I'm stressed. I'm... Uh, I, I'm going home. That's what he did. And, you know, he'll have more time with his family. That's great. Good for him. Um, the one thing that's being overblown, it's turning into like a mental health thing. Um, to my knowledge, Andrew Luck does not have any mental disorders or doesn't go through any public depression or any of this stuff. So, yeah. um, certainly hasn't been reported. Something it's not. Like, they're talking about mental health. Like, come on. Come on now. I mean, I'm sure it was exhausting. I'm sure it was awful rehabbing, but come on. He, he's he is rehabbing for so many years, whatever. They're, they're talking about the line being bad. The line is great now. The team is great now. 
You have a calf injury. Yeah, they might uh, have the best line on. in football. To me, best, th- best top three line in football. To me, like they, people think that this is like some mutually exclusive thing. You can be okay with Andrew Luck's decision and understand where he's coming from, and also think those Colts fans were okay to boo him. They're not yes. mutually exclusive things. You're not a piece of shit for booing this guy. It's an emotional reaction. Sports fans are some of the most emotionally driven people in the world, if not the most. And to sit there, you look, your whole thing, your whole season was just taken away from you. In the heat of the moment, you don't know why. The future. You don't know what just happened. You don't know the backstory behind it. He hadn't gotten in front of a mic yet. All you know is that Andrew Luck is dealing with a nagging injury and he just fucking called it quits for something that you don't really know what it is. it's not even the season. It's probably the next three, four, whatever, the yeah. future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're In the NFL, you don't have a quarterback. I mean, this season's lost at, at best. You're going to, you figure what? Jacoby blows up. You figure they're eight and eight, nine and seven at best. And that's like a dream scenario. But I think realistically, I think that's eight, not going to happen. Seven team. That's not going to happen realistically. But the point is, you cannot sit here and tell me that Colts fans are bad people and they're pieces of shit for booing Andrew Luck. That's a reaction everyone, every real sports fan could and should have. If you're the guy that's just like, ah, oh, we went out and he gave it his all and I always love him. Like, sure, you can have that after you cool down. But when you're in the heat of the moment, that's the reaction you need to have as a sports fan. That's what you need. That's what every sports fan should be thinking. Like, what the yeah. fuck just happened? Did you really just walk out on us? Everyone, is, I, I, everyone with the, this, the, all the, you know, the the blue checkmark brigade and all the people on their high and mighty horse, they sat there. They had hours and days to digest this information of what happened. They watched Andrew Luck, sitting on their couch watching Andrew Luck's press conference, and then they get to form their opinion. They're not they're not sitting in the stands knowing only that their quarterback just walked out on them in the middle of a game. For the rest of their his career, like he's just gone like that, like fucking yeah. fart in the wind, and, and they're not fans of that team. Yeah, like what do you expect not, them to do? Most likely, you're not a Colts fan. And another thing I hate being brought up is uh, Gronka- Gronkowski um, or you know Barry Sanders, uh, Calvin Johnson. Th- those are those are situations where either the position dictated retiring earlier, or they had issues with the organization being a piece of shit organization, not winning or not accommodating their needs. Andrew Luck has everything. He has the money. He has the line. He has the running back. He has the receiver. He's got the defense now. Yeah. There's no, and he's got no, a coach. There's no gripes. In, oh, I don't want to hear, oh, he didn't have the line for that many years. Well, he does now. He fucking does now. He's, yeah. got, he's got a beautiful offensive line. He's got some of the best young linemen in the league. And they're young, and they're only going to get better. Yeah, they're, they're young. They're second and third years. So... Uh, yeah, I, I get they didn't they didn't surround him, protect him for year, years ago. But and this isn't a shoulder or a head injury. If that would be different, if this was a shoulder injury, I would have been a lot. More, I I get where he's coming from. If it was a shoulder injury, I'd be like, you know, maybe you should take some time off. Well, there are reports but, that came out that say that he's got he has arthritis in his shoulder, and that's like the real reason. The doctors were like, if you keep playing, you're not going to be able to like lift your arm in like four or five years. And if that's the case, like, that's why I'm saying, like, I totally, I'm not necessarily, like, sh- shitting on Andrew Luck's decision. Like, put you before it. Like, I get it. Like, if you're really in a situation where you're, the rest of your life could be affected by this injury, then by all means, like, it sucks, but that's a call you got to make. But to 
trash the Colts fans for doing what they did is is not cool. It's not acceptable because you are no. not walking in their shoes. You are sitting there on your couch from the fucking mantle, like, you know, overseeing everyone like you're fucking all high and mighty. You weren't there. You're not in the trenches. Don't don't talk to people about you're that type of experience. You're not living in the suburbs in Indianapolis and just purchased season tickets. And yeah. now they're devalued yeah exactly yeah you just didn't spend a a quarter of your annual salary to try and make money on these tickets and you just lost money on that like it's so it's so bush league it truly is bush league when the media uh just is on their high horse and talks down to fans like they're better and superior more superior than them and more more classy than them it's just it's just the most bush league thing in sports and it happens all the time and that's where that's where I'm at. Like, it's not a mutually exclusive thing. I I understand. Knowing what I know now, I understand Andrew Luck's decision. And knowing what I know now, I still support the Colts fans booing him on the way out. Yeah. You want to do something. The organization wants to do something to thank him. I'm sure the fans will be really welcoming for him now that they've had a chance to cool down and find out what the real situation is. But to shoot them in the foot and shoot them, criticize them for the way they acted. In the heat of the moment, and it's a human reaction. It's a human reaction, do? exactly, and that is, and it was the right human reaction based on what the information they knew what, at you the time. Cheer him? Yeah, Are you exactly. Cheer him? That's what they're saying. You, you're gonna cheer him. Come on. That's what people Come don't on. understand. They had the only information they had was Andrew Luck has a, a nagging ankle injury or whatever it was, hamstring, whatever it is that he not a life threatening. Yeah, and he just was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm good. I'm all set." A, it's, not, it's not Chris Bosh with blood clots or. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, it's just... And even that wasn't like... Chris Bosh still trying to play. They're like, y- you're going to die on the court. And he's like, yeah, fuck and it. And Bosh is like, Sign yeah. me. He's like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, let's go. T- check it up. <laughs> I love Chris Bosh. He's sitting to the right of me. He's a fathead in my room. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, he's still yeah, there. No, I, mean, I, I just... It's get off your fucking high horse. Learn to, like... Learn to love sports as much as those people in Indianapolis do. Learn yeah. to care care about something as much as they do. Um, because I, I'm, I've had enough of your high horse and you trashing the good people of Indianapolis. Um, but, I mean, we talked about a little bit. Like, where, do, where does that leave the Colts now? Like, are they – they're obviously not a Super Bowl contender. They were the sixth most bet team to win the Super Bowl this year. But where – I mean – we where, you know – I get, I get where the, is that the, makes is sense. The, is the division now the Texans to lose? Or are you? Uh, do you think the Jaguars think it, are legitimate contenders? Is. I mean, Vegas has them the fourth, the, the worst chances to win the division, which I don't know if I agree with. I still think it's any man's division. I think you can make a case for any any one. Maybe Fournette has a great year, maybe, and Foles really shows what, and creates a connection with D.D. Westbrook and that defense regains form. They could win it. The Titans... With that run game, maybe Mariota stays healthy and improves. Um, they added some def- good defensive players, had a good draft. Texans, obviously, I think are the clear favorite, even without, um, you know, without Lamar Miller. I don't think he affects the betting odds at all. You can, you know, you can get a Melvin Gordon. You can get um, a Jay Ajayi, still a free agent. You can, you know, you could even trade for someone lesser. So, and they have Duke Johnson, who, who, who is respectful in his own right. Um, you obviously know you got Hopkins, you got Sean Watson, you got J.J. Watt, Clowney's holding out. Um, but you have a lot of good parts there. And then I still think the Colts have a chance to win the division because of how that defense on the rise um, with the young linebackers, with the offensive line, which is so important. Marlon Mack, T.Y. Hilton, um, Ebron and Doyle, both back. Doyle's back healthy. 
they have a great team still. And I think Jacoby Brussett, the last time he played in 2017, they had an awful line. They did not have a good line. So now he's going to have more. He's going to have more time to throw the ball. He's going to have uh, prob- hopefully you know quicker quicker throws. He'll learn um, a lot from his last his last tenure. And I think he's going to have a good season. I do. I I'm more bullish than most. I think they're eight and eight, nine and seven. I, I think their ceiling's a little higher than yours. I think they could win ten games. I think they could win the division. I wouldn't bet on them to win, but I still think you got to look at you know. If he, if he just manages and maybe 25 touchdowns, 15 picks, something like that. Yeah, I mean, surely. Uh, I mean, their defense and line really going to have to support him. Um, and it's going to take some good play calling from Frank Reich. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't. I think that division is pretty wide open. It's plus, like, Watson isn't the healthiest guy. Um, who's to say he's not going to miss four to six games, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's another that's another concern. And the Jags, uh, everyone's already jumping on the Jags. Like Nick Foles is some like you know savior. Like Nick Foles has had plenty of mediocre and bad years in his career. Um, so I, I'm not I'm not here to say that Nick Foles all of a sudden brings the Jaguars back to the AFC Championship. And that defense was noticeably worse last year too. So it's not like they still had a great defense and they just couldn't score last year. Like they imp- they got worse significantly on both sides. I do of the ball. think they'll be better. I agree. I do think they'll be better, but they the fact is that they have to improve significantly on both sides of the ball, whereas that w- should not be the case. They won seven games last year, and I'm kind of amazed how they won seven games. Yeah, I am too. How bad Bortles was, how bad Fournette was, how bad their defense was. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I you can make a case where they win 10 games. Yeah, it's it's all the teams. The Titans are never a sexy team, but they're always going nine and seven. And and uh, you know they added Humphreys, they added um, the rookie receiver AJ Brown. They got some talent. You know they really got Derrick Henry going, running the rock. Uh, Mariota just throwing it twenty times a game. You know, really, it's a shame they don't have a quarterback. The Titans because they would be my pick to win the win, win the um, division. Yeah, I mean, you think they let they let percent uh, Mariota go after this year? Let's say he has another Mariota yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, as long unless the only reason is only way if they win the division, I think, or maybe if they make the playoffs. But honestly, I think Ryan Tannehill might be a better fit for them. And I'm not a Ryan Tannehill fan. Yeah, I mean, but, I, 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 but they're I both like to me, they're like the, they're just like the same guy. They're just the same like meh, like. I, I'm not excited about either of them, and I'm not... No, I'm not excited about either, but i seen Ryan Tannehill in preseason, and he looks damn better than Marcus Mariota does. What are you... I mean, but, like, you're obviously not going to make them, like, the the highest the paid quarterback or the future. Like, what are you... I don't even know what a contract looks like. Like, who was... I was talking about this the other day. Like, who was the last guy, last quarterback to sign a long-term deal and not become... Like, re, I should say re-sign a long-term deal, and not become the highest-paid quarterback. I couldn't name it. I couldn't think about it. Like, I don't know who it was. Maybe Eli Manning? But, like, that's not true because he was the highest-paid. Tom Brady? Yeah, I guess Tom Brady, but that's, like... He's had an extension? He, like, doesn't count because he just, like, signs extensions for less and less, and they, like, give him a bag on the side, and his wife's worth $700 million. But, like... Yeah. I I couldn't think... I don't think there's been one. Like, every single... Rodgers, Manning, Russell... uh, if you're in the top half, pretty much. Yeah. Derek Carr might not even be in the top half when you yeah, got it. Yeah, Derek Carr got it. Like, it's just, and you're not, like, 
you're not giving those guys. I'm not giving. They're not. I'm not making them a top ten highest paid quarterback, let alone top. No, I mean if you're the Titans uh, after this year, you need to draft someone. Yeah, I mean they're like to, a. You need to draft someone, and they're going to be a decent team. So it's going. It's going to be hard. They're going to be like what, like kind of the. I mean the the. Redskins lucked out in this draft, but like they're going to be in that same position, like drafting like fifteen to twenty, or you know thirteen to twenty, and they're going to need to like trade up to get a quarterback, like you yeah. know. And luckily, the the Redskins were able to have Haskins fall to them. But I mean, this isn't the best quarterback draft coming in. There's three or four guys, you know, at best, and no, like people I mean, aren't aren't necessarily excited. Like two was great, but. There's questions about him translating to the next level. Um, yeah. From same thing. We don't even know if he'll come out. And Herbert was the same thing. He couldn't even... I mean, when, even before he was coming out, people were questioning if he could do it. I mean, the next real lock stud quarterback you have coming out is Trevor Lawrence the year after. And I, I just don't... You know, it's going to yeah, be... Yeah, he's, he's, he's the guy. Yeah, I mean... Wait, wait when is... When is is Teddy Bridgewater a free agent after this year? He is. Teddy Bridgewater is the guy you want. Oh, I thought he signed a two-year deal with the Saints. It says he'll be a free agent in 2020. It might be an option then. Un- unrestricted. It says uh-huh. unrestricted. Never mind then. So that's the type of guy where I see a good fit because maybe he's not a maybe he's not a stud quarterback, but he's learned he's learned under Drew Brees. He's got to be getting better. He was solid before. Um. That's what you need. You need you need, you need a, a solid quarterback for for them, and you could take them places. You know they've they've been making it far with nine and seven. You know they're making nine and seven with Mariota, who's not a not a top twenty five quarterback. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's like I don't know wherever you want to put him twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. So I. I mean. That's I guess that's an avenue for them. Yeah, that's that's it's gonna be an interesting. I can't wait for the NFL season. Were we seven days away? Eight days, seven days by the time this comes out. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be incredible. Um, but shifting a little focus to away from the NFL for a minute, away from football for a minute, um, we gotta talk about this this crazy Demarcus Cousins story. Um, him uh, apparent allegedly threatening to. Uh, put a bullet in his baby mama's head for not allowing his uh, son to come to his wedding, which happened uh, last weekend in Atlanta. Um, And, you know, there really hasn't been much information that's come out. It broke about two days ago, and there really hasn't been much information since it came out. Um, But it's just a bizarre... I think it's another one of those, like, you know, PC-cultured, like, getting on him immediately, like and a, a human reaction in the moment. Like, we don't know anything. Like, we don't know We don't know what she's like. I imagine, you know, statistics say she's probably not a, a, a good person. Um, history shows she's probably not, but we don't know their relationship. We don't know what she's like. We don't know how many issues there have been before this in, you know, about their son. She claims that she feels, you know, that DeMarcus is dangerous, like classic, you know, girl in this position. Um, and it's just like, we don't know. So everyone, it's another one of these things that people ready to jump on DeMarcus. Like if a, if a person that you hate and is not a good person is telling you, is keeping your son from you, 
to me, there aren't words that you can say that aren't okay. They don't exist. And anything is on the table. Like, obviously, you can't kill somebody. You can't put a bullet in someone's head. And I don't think he meant he was going exactly, to kill her. Exactly. That's what I think. Everyone so wants he to... He doesn't have a record, to my knowledge. Does no, he? none. And everyone wants so, to take it at him at his word when it's convenient for their argument. And it's just not... Yeah. It's not okay. If he said, I'll kill you, this isn't an issue. Yeah, exactly. It was the graphicness of, of his description of it. Yeah, and it's just... it's To me, it's... Uh, you know... It's similar to the Tyreek Hill thing. Like, Tyreek Hill's a, not the best example because he's a piece of shit regardless. But, like, we found out the girl was lying. The girl set him up. The girl was a piece of shit. Like, they're both pieces of shit. But in the specific instance about the son, which was the most recent incident, the girl was a piece of shit. She was lying. She set it up. She tried to get him to yeah. get caught. She and it was his fault. the audio look trying at, to make him look bad. Look at Reuben Foster's girlfriend. Same thing. Three, four times she lied to the cops. Like... Go fuck yourself. I don't understand why these pe- these guys involve themselves with these women. Like, obviously, it's a different scenario when you have a kid. Like, you ha- you're forever yeah. tied to them in in that instant or in that in that way. But, I mean, there's got to be some accountability on the women's side at some point. At some point, it can't yeah, just it's- be it's the dad's fault. It can't just be daddy's violent. I'm scared. It can't just be daddy's a bad dad. Like false allegations, it's it's all it's all serves back to false allegations need to be handled with seriousness and yeah. they need to be held accountable in the in the letter of the law. And, a and false that means allegation, a false allegation should carry the same punishment that a conviction would if the allegation was true. If it's a gray area and you can't prove the person's lying, okay. But if you can prove the person's in lying with an intention to slander the person's name and history and and future then go yes, fuck yourself that's you exactly that's exactly obviously there's yeah. gray areas that you can't prove but if it is like the girl who with zeke the whole sexual harassment thing that was proven without a doubt she, she, she admitted lied and admitted to lying to try and ruin his career she should be in jail for the exact amount of time that he would be in jail for if he was fully convicted of everything she accused him or, or, of, or else it's not gonna it's not gonna stop. And and, and it, it's obviously a very it's a very sensitive. So I feel the same way about sexual assault. Uh, yes, yeah. it happens way way too much, and, and it's it's terrible when it happens, and it only gets perpetuated by when there's someone that lies. Generally, it's a woman who it, it lies about it, and, and it's not it's not an actual abuse. And, you know, if you can prove that, that's just the worst possible thing that the person's lying about it. Because there's so many people that, you know, think awful things happen to them that, and it, it just makes it harder for everyone going forward. People that it, actually have been abused going, yeah, going it, forward, it and it's fucks, not fair. It fucks up people that actually them. have problems, that actually are getting abused. Those are the people that, you know, yeah. the people that deserve justice. And yes. you have, and it, it taints the the reports. It taints yeah, people. And, and, then, and, then, know, you, and then we have to question the, the validity of people's statements when someone says, that person abused me, that person hit me. And it's and it's an awful situation. And, and we can both agree, we need to start holding these people accountable. Yeah. it's it's Because it's, it's, it, right now with DeMarcus, it, it, from my point of view, they, they're both... They both share some blame. It, it's tough to say. Like, you Absolutely. Don't, you don't have the details. I mean, you it's, can't it's let DeMarcus off the, off the hook completely. But Yeah, it's, you, we need to know more. We need to know more, exactly. The, my, my issue isn't with the girl yet. It's with the people reacting the way they have towards DeMarcus without any information. The same as with the Colts 
people, you know, sitting in their, their high and mighty horse, not knowing what it's like to be in that situation, to be in that. I mean, really, it'd be all these people tweeting about how big of a piece of shit DeMarcus Cousins is. Let's let's have, uh, you, you know, your some family member of yours that you hate or, you know, some terrible friend of yours take your kid away and just hang on to him for a few weeks. You, no, you can't have him. Like, what are you doing? You're going to kill that person. Like, you're going to go, you're going to say whatever you want to that person. There's no, to me, there in almost any situation like that, there's no words that are not okay. They're words. Yeah. And, They're and, words. And, and the kid literally missed his wedding. Yeah. And that's, yeah, literally it's a huge life moment. This woman is going to be in his life, theoretically, forever. That yeah, the, the ideally, one that DeMarcus just married. And, and married. he can't share that day with his son because the, the, his baby mama would not let him let that happen. So, and why is that? Uh, why is that even that, that legal? That is what we do know. That is what we do know. That why is why is she? Why is that legal in the first place? Where's the legality on that? Why is she, why is that allowed? It's equal. It's a fifty-fifty partnership. She should have no more right to tell him, tell that child where he's going than Demarcus does. Why well, is she given the benefit she of the has doubt? Custody, right? Does she? I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't know about the legality of it. Even if she does have custody, you can't prevent him from being. You can't prevent that unless it's court ordered. Yeah, exactly. Unless someone says, unless someone says you cannot see him, the court, the, the and we, we and something we don't know. But yeah, I have a tough time. You know, on on a significant event like that, I have a tough time say, thinking that that's okay. Yeah, it, and like we said, we don't know if that's the situation. But if there's no prior thing that is obstructing that why is she given the benefit of the doubt to make that decision over him why is he even asking her like it should be it should be a a discussion like it's not like i'm asking you for permission to see my son for the weekend like no i'm taking him like as my wedding like sorry i'm yeah i'm not interested sorry this happens once once a life once yeah once once a century so from the information we know now it's clear that she was using the child as a bargaining chip like I said, we don't. We know very little. We know almost nothing. We have a, a ten to fifteen second audio clip and a statement she made to the police that is backed by no no facts whatsoever. So that's that's to me. It's everyone loves to jump to a conclusion. Everyone likes to shit on whichever person they deem looks less politically correct, and whichever person seems more like the victim, they're gonna they're gonna side with that person. Um, and in this situation, it's it's the wife, but. Or the the baby mama, but it's just yeah. a it's a bizarre situation. I I wonder what'll happen with the NBA and how they'll handle it. Um, it's it's crazy. And, and yeah, obviously feel bad for Demarcus with his you know his ACL tear right after the Achilles tear. It's, yeah, and uh, then that, and it's just it, you know it's a rough couple of weeks for Demarcus. Um, I always yes. I have always seen him as one of the more misunderstood personalities in the league. Yeah. Um, like you said, there's no no prior records. There's no you know, domestic violence. There's nothing of that, nothing like that that we've ever heard about him. Um, even his teammates say he's a good teammate. Like, you know, he's just, what, he gets technical fouls, like, because he yells at a ref. He's emotional. Like, he's yeah, emotional. Exactly. That's, that's the... And that ties into what we're seeing. But, like, are we going to, are we going to, like, it's not against the law to get emotional and and say some fucked up shit. Like... Well, it could be. It could be actually. It, it, I mean, yes. If there's if there's reason to believe you're going to act on it, but like, you know what I'm you know read, what I'm I just saying. Read a generally, minutes ago, she she wants a restraining order on him. Yeah, of course she does. 
because of that. She's going to use that as a thing. And I mean, and yeah. if, listen, if there's prior stuff where that's a legitimate thing. It might be justified, yeah. And it's we, totally justified. Like, fuck him. If that's a real thing that she's really should be scared, then fuck him. But, like, we don't know that. And everyone else seem, on her side seems to think they know that. Who's never met either of them. Who's never had any prior <laughs> knowledge of, of their dealings before that 15-second fucking call that they she recorded. So, wh- <laughs> But she did leave out the part that instigated him. Yeah, yeah, that was convenient. It started about two seconds before he said the thing that was so bad. I wonder where... And she just happened to be recording. I, I record my phone calls all the time. I did, did you? Every single phone call I have, I record. I set a video. I have a second phone that I just record my other phone on speaker. Just in case the person says anything mean to me. I, you know, I, I gotta get it on tape. It's a it's fucking... Look at the evidence. Like, whatever it is, like, it, it was clear it was it was something to, you know... It was a gotcha moment, and I'm not saying that it's not justified. Like we said, maybe there's history there, and maybe that she needed to do that to be able to report it to the police. Then it's totally fine, totally justified, fuck him. But let's learn the information first before we jump to conclusions, and that's the moral of the story with pretty much everything we talked about today. Um, But moving to a little happier, a little funnier note in the NBA – Kobe and Shaq were back at it again with their uh, little bit of Twitter beef today, um, or the past two days. Um, Kobe said something to the effect of, "If if Shaq uh, wasn't so lazy during during our time together, I would have won uh, twelve championships, twelve more rings, more, twelve, 12 more, twelve more." Um, <laughs> so uh, Shaq responded um, <laughs> and said that. Uh, you know, he, he fired back with something about um, that, it, you know, it wasn't true. But they basically cleared the air. Um, and then in, and, in in the middle of it, Dwight kind of got dragged well, into Well, no, but Shaq, Shaq, said, Shaq said, if you would have passed the ball more, yes, we would have won, won more, especially in the Pistons finals. Yes, yes. Um, and then, and then. Go ahead, go ahead. Is, is the, Dwight, the Dwight part where um, I believe. Uh, yeah, he said it's Shaq all it's all good. That- it's all good, bro. When I saw the interview, I thought you were talking about Dwight, spelled D W I T E. D W I T E. Is that how you spell his name? LOL. <laughs> it's just so clear that Kobe and Shaq, like Kobe and Shaq, are always going to have that respect for each other, and it, it was no secret they really didn't like each other for a long time. Um, but I, I believe now it's it's pretty clear they're they're at least amicable. You know they have a mutual yes, respect, but I do I do believe they are both little. I I think I think Kobe was a little serious, and I think Shaq got a little pissed. Ah, totally, totally. But that it, was real. I think it was definitely real. And then they said, you know, let's just focus it, divert it on a common enemy or whatever, and just shit on Dwight. I think it was real, but it got too real. Like it it was both. They were both like serious, but like not like dead serious. You know. And like ready to like be go into a battle serious about it, and then they were like, "Oh, this is turning into a thing." Like, let's yeah, I mean, let's pump the brakes. They're forty year old men at this point. Yeah, so, so it makes sense. But then you know, trash what, what, what team are you just, on on this? Are you are you on Team Kobe or Team Shaq in this? I don't know. Um, I like to me like I I don't think I think it was both their fault that they should have. They should have stayed together. They would have won at least two no, or no, three no. more I, titles. I, of course, but I'm saying in this little battle, in this little mini in battle. In this little battle. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it was kind of, 
I think in general I'm on Kobe's side, but at the same time, like it was it was un it was an unprovoked shot by Kobe. Yeah, I'm on Shaq's side because it was unprovoked shot, and um, I think that's blurry for both their arguments. Yeah. But they just just out of nowhere, he just like like they've been good in the public eye. They're good. They seem like they're good, and then he just he just I mean I saw him say say alive, and he was joking around. And then he got he got serious. He goes, I would have won, and then he cursed. He said, I would have won twelve fucking more rings. Like okay, all right, <laughs> like we're 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 cursing a little bit. We're a little serious here. Yeah, I mean, even, just, I have no issues with. He's just, you know, even Kobe ended his tweet with "Ain't nothing but love there," and we were too old to beef anyways. Hashtag three Pete. Yeah, they almost beefed, and then they took. They're like, ah, we can't do this. We're adults. Yeah, I mean, it's true. They they knew what was. They knew what was. They saw the story developing. And they you know what like, it was? It, you know what it was? It was basically like it was basically like the parents um, who had issues in high school, and their kids go to the same school together now. And you know they get in a little, they get in a little uh, quibble, and you know for a second, and then they, you know we can't do this. We have kids now. We yeah. have you know we have yeah, our kids, kids are friends to worry about. We, we can't. We that was that was twenty years ago. We we can't. We got to put the past in the past. Yeah, totally agree. But it's it's just funny to see Dwight get dragged into it. I think this is yes. gonna like, especially and, if Kobe's and like around the, the team. Now. If Kobe's like around the team, like it's just like. It, and LeBron, like, he's not the same killer instinct as Kobe, and he's not the same leader as Kobe, but he he could say some shit to Dwight. Like, this this could unfold again the same way that, like, it unfolded with, with Kobe. Like, he could say some shit to Dwight that hurts his feelings. Like, I could totally see that, like, halfway through the year. Unless Dwight is relegated to, like, a complete, like, non-factor on the team. Like, you know, he's playing 10, 15 minutes a game, and he's just kind of doing dirty work, and that's the role he has. That's one thing, and, like... Then it's not worth it. Like, but I could totally see this happening if Dwight becomes like the starting center. You know? Yeah. But yeah, it's. I mean, the the, the funny the, the irony of it is that they're obviously both two of the best Lakers ever. Now, Dwight Howard is obviously newly a Laker, so that's yeah. like, you know, newly oldly nice again a Laker. Warm embrace from the Lakers. Yeah, it'll it'll be like, it's going to be an interesting year in Tinseltown on both sides of the the hallway. Yeah. Um. But before we head out of here, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the college football season. And, um, you know, now that that's underway technically, but this weekend, this Saturday, we have our first full real slate of games. Um, so let's just talk quickly. Who I want to get your, your four, who are your four picks to go to the college football playoff? Well, clearly two of them, you'd have to be crazy not to, not to say. I think it's, it's, it's obviously uh, Clemson and Alabama. They're always in there. Um, quarterback play, defense, and then I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Georgia, and I'm gonna go uh, LSU. Actually, I know LSU plays Alabama late, but if they that's the only game they lose, I think they can get in. Um, so I, that that that's my four. I'm not. I'm no expert in college football, but that's those are the the, the obvious two. And then I, Georgia's ranked third right now. Um, obviously, always a great running game. Um, you know, so those are the four, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's, I mean, obviously you have to, you have Alabama and, uh, and Clemson in there. Everyone does. Um, I I also love George. I love, uh, you know, Jake Fromm going into his third, third full year as a starter. Uh, they got Holyfield and Swift in the backfield. Um, yeah, Swift is Swift is very dynamic. Ridley, he's very, he is very swift. Ridley coming in uh, again 
um, Calvin Ridley's younger brother um, as a receiver. He's gonna be he's gonna have a huge year, um, and that defense is always good. Um, so I, I love I love Jordan. They did lose a couple starters, but you know they they churn them out. Another great recruiting class. Um, I like Georgia, and then I'm gonna differ from you. I'm gonna go because of an old Georgia player. I'm gonna go with Ohio State. Um, I think Justin Fields is gonna have a monster year. I think people didn't get a chance to see really the true limits of or the true like you know how talented he is. Um, there's a reason he was the number one quarterback in the nation when he came out. The guy's a complete dual threat stud. Mm-hmm. Um, he really can do it all. Uh, so I mean, he he could. It would not surprise me at all if he wins the Heisman Trophy next year. Um, and, you know, Ohio State's Ohio State. Um, so uh, those are my four. I think it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. And I think that would make for one hell of a playoff. But LSU would be fun too. Um, I think, you know, it's a really it's going to be a really great year in college football. Um, I just don't like any of the other, like, necessarily like, – Florida didn't look great. Like, I'm not – I don't trust Felipe I don't Franks. like that quarterback. I don't yeah, like Felipe Franks. Franks is – He's not good. He's not good at football. I don't know. Yeah, I've, see, I've, see, I've seen enough of Felipe Franks. He reminds me of like Marcus Mariota in the in the um in in the NFL. Yeah, and Notre Dame after last year and them, you know, I feel like they last year was kind of their chance. Like, okay, you don't play in a conference, you don't have a conference title. Like, we're gonna let you in this year, but you better fucking do well. And they didn't. So Notre Dame, I don't think is I don't think is in. Because I think they're gonna miss. They're gonna be on the cusp, but I think they're gonna miss out. Um, Texas too inconsistent. Michigan quarterback play. Oklahoma's interesting, um, but we'll see if Hurt, uh, Jalen Hurts can you know put a repeat performance of Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. Um, they're certainly gonna be dynamic, um, but you know they got to go play Texas, so that's a big game for them. Um, it's just weird because Jalen Hurts. I wonder the fit because Jalen Hurts is obviously not a proficient passer, and they like to spread it out. Oklahoma, you know? yeah, no, so um, yeah. kind of they do get Texas at home this style year. And- they do it, but Oklahoma's strength of schedule might actually hurt them this year because the Big Twelve's not that great this year. Um, I mean, Texas is great, but like you don't have West Virginia ranked up there like you usually do. You don't have TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State. None of them are ranked. Kansas is always terrible, um, and their road games are at UCLA, at Kansas, at Kansas State, and at Oklahoma State and at Baylor. Like they have Iowa State, who's ranked twenty-one, but that's at home. Like they don't really have like they're gonna have to go undefeated to really make a case. You know, if they lose any like any of those games outside of Texas, is a bad loss for them. And Texas is a home game, so that's a bad loss too. Like. Doesn't matter who you're playing. If you're losing it, like unless you're playing Alabama or Clemson, you're losing at home. It's a bad loss in college football. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know. I just think Oklahoma, like Georgia's got to go through the SEC East. Like they got, they're like middle tier games are better than are are more challenging than Texas than Texas. You know, so I think Oklahoma's schedule hurts them, and that's why I'm going with Ohio State over them. Um, plus, Ohio State's dominated Michigan, and they're they're looking to be the better team again. Um, Harbaugh might lose his job if he loses to Michigan again, Ohio State again, especially without Urban Meyer. Yikes. Um, yeah, good luck there. Yeah. So, but those are our picks. Um, thank you guys for listening again this week. And like uh, like we said, make sure you tune in next week for the huge uh, NFL betting podcast special. Um, we will be have a full episode dedicated to uh, betting week one, season-long betting, 
um, and just kind of talking about, you know, how excited we are to be betting on football again every week. Um, so thanks again. We'll catch you guys next week. Hit us up on all the socials. We'll be there. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.